We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ray Dinger, Glenn Mack, now 94 WIPI. Right, we said we're going to mention the, the Flyers, and, and you and I really do try to pay attention as bad as they are because, to me, it, it demands that you don't turn your ways, your eyes away from the hideousness that it is. Uh, however, yesterday, uh, the uh, well, I guess the Lehigh Valley Phantoms beat the Kings 4-3 to in overtime, right? Yes, they did. Jerry Mayhew scores one there. Mm-hmm. Morgan, Morgan Frost with the big assist. Flyers undefeated since the apparent retirement of Tom Brady. <laughs> um, and they played early in the day when the weather was pretty perilous. I don't know how many fans actually made it to the arena. I didn't, I didn't watch the game. Uh, but anybody who went down there, man, should get a, a medal or a prize or at least a free hot chocolate. Well, they got free grub. Oh, did they give them free food? They oh, gave, good for they them. They gave uh, anybody anybody that showed up. And they they everybody they asked everybody to sit in the lower bowl. Yeah, I know they let them move down, which is nice. They blocked out the upper deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, it, they, they didn't even fill the lower bowl. So it was a small crowd. But everybody that showed up got uh, free hot dogs, uh, Sweet. Free, free sodas. And uh, free hot chocolate if they wanted it. So that was right. nice. Well, you know what? The organization did good. I will, I will praise them for that. Uh, we just really briefly touched yesterday on the news conference that Dave Scott and Chuck Fletcher held early in the week. And as you heard, our last caller uh, believes that those two guys got to get out of here. I mean, with Scott, I, I don't know if it would mean selling the team, but it would mean getting somebody new to run the, the overall team. And, of course, Fletcher being the general manager. Uh, and my take on that news conference was they started out pretty well because Scott said this is unacceptable and our fans are angry. We appreciate that. We're angry. We are going to turn this around. Uh, Chuck Fletcher has a blank check to do whatever he needs to do. Uh, and, I, and I thought that was like, okay, that was pretty good. And then as they went on, it became like, yeah, but, you know, COVID and uh, yep. injuries. And it's like, mm, stop when you're ahead. Right, exactly. I had the same feeling. Yeah, there, there was initially was there was this kind of yeah things are terrible and we owe you better and this this is unacceptable and I'm thinking okay it sounds to me like they got it but then the longer it went it became well we've had a lot of injuries and yeah, yeah COVID and right don't and, do that and right. yeah don't do that you know nobody no at this point nobody wants to hear that right because that's that's really not the bottom line here the bottom line is what you are as an organization and what are you going to do to change that um, and I saw. Scott's point, and I, I don't know. You could take it a couple different ways, but I mean, when he was asked about when he was asked about Chuck Fletcher, he said, "Well, Chuck's my guy for now." Remember that? Yeah, I did. I mean, yeah. it, to, to me, that was not exactly a ringing endorsement. No, it, it, uh, he shouldn't. I mean, if if 
if you I don't know if he was asked this question is Chuck Fletcher definitely your GM for next year um, but the way he said what you just referred to suggests it's not I mean why would you have Chuck Fletcher come back next year right I would change the whole thing I would change Dave's I would get Dave Scott out of there I would get Valerie Camillo out of there running the business side which I'll talk about in a second I would get um, I would get Fletcher out of there um, so the business side is also the promotional side of it and and you know that I, I I rant about gritty. I am I I realize I'm the foremost gritty hater in a town that loves gritty. <laughs> I, and I know that. And people say like, well, why? What has the mascot got to do with it? Mascot's nothing. And to me, it's it's your direction. And so I'm sure you missed this earlier in the week, but it was all over social media there is a new mobile video game featuring gritty called gritty snacks s-n-a-x because that's cooler um that features gritty chasing down a hot dog which is his favorite food he scarfs down hot dogs at the games and ray the purpose of this video game it's it's an app ray you can you can get it on your uh, you can put it on your mobile phone oops the purpose of the game is you keep Gritty from catching a hot dog running on a conveyor belt. You are the hot dog. You play the role of the hot dog. I see. And you jump and you run and you dodge obstacles. They they throw uh, green peppers and pizza and donuts at you, and you have to avoid those while running away from Gritty. Uh, free to play, accessed on your mobile browser, and um, that's where they are. That's what they're about. And I went on the Twitter feed and I read fans' reaction to that thing. And fortunately, fans, fans are like, fix the damn team. Don't give me some stupid video nonsense. <laughs> but that's what they are. That's what they push. And that's what drives me nuts. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those things you see all that and you say, okay, uh, but what about the power play? <laughs> yeah. Can we, can yeah. we, can we, can we, can we shift our focus back to the team for a moment? Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, they win yesterday. And, it's, you know, look, I didn't want to see this thing go on indefinitely. You know, let, let them win the game. That's fine. Um, but they still gave up 40 shots on goal. You know, I mean, Carter Hart had to make a lot of really big saves. Um, yeah. You know, my great fear is that the kid has really bounced back from a bad year last year. And in spite of all this, and as awful as this season has been, I think he's played really well. Agreed. And, and I and I really do have the feeling that he's an, a really good, talented young goaltender. But my fear is that the that the team is so bad that it, whether it's Chuck Fletcher or whoever the next GM is, when they have to start the rebuild and they're going to start breaking this thing up and making deals and trying to bring in some better players, you don't have much to trade. You know, and you're liable to wind up having to trade Carter Hart to get three or four other players, and then you're going to be right back to where you were, where you're looking for a goalie. You know, yeah, I think well, they got. I think they got the goalie. They just don't have the team. My fear is that he just gets he just gets buried and loses his confidence, and you know, becomes a guy who who the opportunity isn't isn't there for him to develop his greatness because the people around him are no good. That's my fear. Okay, uh, let's talk a little football, Ray. Today is the day. We start with the Bengals at the Chiefs. Let's give you a little Bengals highlight from last weekend. Harris, the snapper. Huber will hold it. 52-yarder. Sweeps the leg. Max Pearson. He's got it. Cincinnati wins. They are going to the AFC Championship game for the first time since 1988. There you go. All right, the Bengals. Let's talk about the Bengals' offense a little bit. I love this game because I love Joe Burrow going into Kansas City to try to challenge Patrick Mahomes. 
I mean, I realize there are other players on the field, but this is what the NFL has to love, right? Two great young quarterbacks, you know, marquee lights the whole thing. Yep. Uh, Joe Burrow has shown very quickly he is not intimidated in a big game, and he leads to me um, a really fun – a fun team is really fun to watch. Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. He's got some nice skill players there. Uh, but, Ray, and I'll toss it to you on this, the only problem is his offensive line is uh, is problematic. His offensive line is dreadful. Uh, and, you know, that's why in this last draft there was a lot of question when the Bengals' pick came up to use their first pick. What do they do? I mean, Jamar Chase is there. You knew he was a great receiver. You knew that he played with Burrow at LSU. You had a chance for a dynamic comb- you know, receiver-quarterback combination. But there was a strong argument that, man, yeah, go get an offensive lineman. You know, get somebody who can protect this guy. And I'm sure that debate raged back and forth in the Cincinnati room. But finally, they decided, no, Jamar Chase is too good to pass up. So they took him. And who can argue against it when you see the year that he had? But it doesn't change the fact that offensive line is a big issue there. Um, Joe Burrow has been sacked. Coming into this game, he has been sacked this season, regular season and postseason. He's been sacked 62 times. 62 times. And he's not a guy who gets sacked because of his own inability to get rid of the football. No, no. I mean, he can he can move. He's not I mean, he's not a scrambler by definition, but he can move and he gets rid of the ball quickly. His his offensive line is just that bad. And that's what I keep coming back to. The skill position players on Cincinnati are very good. Really, really good. Uh, I mean, it starts with Chase, but it goes to the other guys, Higgins, Boyd. They're all really good. And they can they can score a lot of points. But can a team with an offensive line that bad actually get to a Super Bowl? I just don't see it. I mean, it's 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 never happened. I I was looking up a stat here about quarterbacks that came into championship playoff rounds with with a lot of sacks, meaning they played behind a bad offensive line. There are five other times in the Super Bowl era there's been a quarterback that came into the playoff round that had been sacked 50 or more. Now, we say Burrow's over 60, so he's a whole different category. But 50 or more have gotten at least this far, but none of them have ever made it to a Super Bowl. Because ultimately, the offensive line catches up with you. I think that's what's going to happen today. I think this is going to be a fun game. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored. I think there's going to be a lot of big plays. Uh, I like the fact that Bill Vinovich is the referee in this game. Yeah. Uh, his yeah. his crew threw the fewest flags in the NFL this year. Yeah, so Angel I think also he's hated him, and I don't know why. I like Vinovich. Well, no, if there say, was a time play. there was a time years ago when he his his crew threw the most downfield contact, like the most pass interference, defensive holding. There was one year that they far and away led everybody in that category. Uh, but he's changed. Uh, I don't know whether his crew has changed or guys in his crew have changed. But this year, that crew dropped the fewest flags of any crew in the league. And when All you right. get when you get two teams with these kinds of playmakers, my feeling is give me a ref and let them play, and Vinovich's crew will do that. All right, real quickly, because they want to go over each of the units. Kansas City's defense has been problematic. I mean, Buffalo lit them up last week and down the stretch. They, they played really well early in the year, but not down the stretch. To me, that gives the Bengals' explosive passing game some hope that they – I don't know if they can keep up with them, but they're going to score points. Yeah, they will, but it's really going to come down to like guys like Chris Jones and Frank Clark on that defensive line and the kind of pressure they're going to get on Burrow. And I think ultimately over the course of the game, that's what's going to make the difference. All right, let's introduce the Chiefs offense with this. Hold on, Ray. I'm going to turn, take off my headphones. I don't want to hear this one more time. Go ahead, Moshe. Down the middle. It's Hill in the open. Cuts it upfield. He might be gone. He is. Kansas City takes the lead with a 
a minute to go from 64 incredible yards. My dad did not enjoy that. Moment. I'm sure. <laughs> um, I don't even know what's left to say about Kansas City's offense. What they did last week, what they have done all year is, I mean, I, I'll tell you, they're going to put up a 40 spot today. Yeah, you would certainly think so. I mean, if you look at at dyna- as dynamic as that offense is with Kelsey, uh, with Hill, uh, I mean, the speed that they have there is just tremendous. And, and Mahomes is such a great, just, just a playmaker. I mean, he just finds ways to create plays and do things out there. Uh, and he certainly isn't cowed by the big moment. And you look at his performance, and in, in he's got 10 postseason starts, not counting the Super Bowl last year. The Chiefs have scored at least 31 points in eight of those games. Uh, and his, he's got 23 touchdowns against one interception in AFC playoff games. I mean, that's as good as he is most of the time during the regular season. He's better in the postseason, especially in the AFC rounds. I mean, he's just deadly over there. And you understand why. The offensive line is good. Not great, but good enough. He makes them look better than they are. And you give him any time at all in the pocket, and you get Kelsey or Hill. See, the trouble you have here, and this is what Cincinnati's defensive staff is going to have to decide, what are we going to do? Are we going to blitz this guy? You can blitz him if you want. But then are you going to commit to single coverage on Kelsey and Hill? Uh, no, that's not such a good idea. All right, if we're going to double them, then we're only going to rush four. Now we're going to get enough pre- – are we going to get enough pressure? Probably not. I mean, that offense with that personnel, they put you, a defensive staff, in such a conundrum, you don't know what to do. You feel yeah. like you got to get pressure on Mahomes, but if you bring extra guys, then he's going to kill you with the blitz. So it's a it's a very tough proposition. Um I think the Chiefs are going. I think the Chiefs are going to go back. I think they're heading back to the Super Bowl. There haven't been very many teams that have gone to three straight Super Bowls. I mean, really, it really hasn't happened very very often. The Dolphins did it in the early '70s. Your Bills did it in the '90s, and the Patriots did it. But there haven't been very many teams that have gone to three straight Super Bowls. But I think the Chiefs will. I do. I think Cincinnati could keep it close. I think it's going to be a great game. I hope so. I mean, I, I was impressed at how the Bengals held. Uh, held down the Titans, you know, who have a good offensive line, and I know Derrick Henry was coming back from injury, so I don't know what to expect, but I, I was impressed by Cincinnati's defense. Yeah, I By think, the way, well, yeah, I think one, 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 one other thing that's probably worth mentioning, I didn't mention it before, but it's pretty significant, and I don't know where it stands right now, uh, but uh, Tyrone Matthew, the, um, the safety yeah. for the yeah. Chiefs, uh, has been in concussion protocol all week, uh, and I don't know that he's been No, last yet. I saw is he's playing. Okay. I saw, I saw yesterday they expect him. To well, play. you you saw what happened after he left that game last week. Yes, that, that was that's when Buffalo true. came back yep. and and Allen hit those deep passes down the middle. If they don't have Matthew, that those plays are there. But if he's playing, then that helps the Chiefs a lot. By the way, calling that game will be Jim Nance, who I like, and Tony Romo, who drives me out of my freaking mind. Just shut up for five seconds and let the thing breathe. But there you go. Uh, Chiefs favored by seven. I say the Chiefs win forty-two to thirty-one. Wow. Uh, I will say um, I'll pick the Chiefs 35-27. All right. Well, there you go. All right. Let's get a call or two in here. Um, Robert in Germantown. Let's talk a little Eagles draft. What's on your mind, Robert? Well, first off, sorry I didn't make your fundraiser. Uh, please let me know if there's a website I could send in a donation to or um, on GoFundMe. First of that. all, there is, uh, and it's called it's on GoFundMe, and it's called Bring Ben Home. And um, 
Uh, make sure it's the right one because there's two Bring Ben Homes one. It's the one with a picture of my friend Ben uh, next to his bicycle. So, yes, I go find me. It's Bring Ben Home. And I just want to say, and I know I mentioned it yesterday, but for people who didn't listen, I appreciate everybody who came out to that fundraiser. Ray, we had 300 people, um, many of them inspired to get your book and Mike Sielski's book, which really helped uh, drive attendance. Um, and the great items, auction items we had, and Bernie Perrant being there. <laughs> and all Bernie was great as always he was tremendous it's so great to see him all the time yeah and um everybody who came out and everybody who volunteered including paul jolovitz who hawked tickets all night which was nice uh and we raised uh more than our goal and i do thank everybody who came out anyway what do you got on the draft well i'm wondering question for you and ray uh I really like this linebacker from Georgia, Dean, and I'm wondering if we shouldn't trade up. You know, how do you compare him, say, to Micah Parsons? I think he's in that ballpark. I think he's that kind of impactful player. Hmm. I'd, I'd move up to pick him if, if he's not available at, at 15. I don't think he will. Most of the drafts I've seen have him in the top five or six. Uh, it's Yeah, Robert, I've seen some people that have him going in the top ten. Uh, I've seen more people that have him going in the teens which uh, would put him certainly within shouting distance of the Eagles. I, I like him an awful lot. Different kind of player than Parsons. Uh, I mean, Parsons was was bigger, more physical, uh, to the point where, I mean, the Cowboys, you saw this year, a lot of time they put his hand in the ground and had him playing almost as a defensive end. You're not going to do that with Dean. Dean's 5'11 and a half, and um, he's more of just a, a, a traditional sideline-to-sideline side linebacker. You're not going to use him as a pass rusher much. So you'd utilize those two players differently, but each guy in his own way, um, they both have tremendous football instincts. They have a great ability to diagnose a play and get to the football. They're both real fast, and they're both very physical. And, you know, you saw the impact that Parsons had on the Cowboys this year. I mean, he almost single-handedly made that defense yes. – a hundred percent better than it was, and I think I think Dean, in a different kind of way, can have a similar impact to, uh, on the NFL level, and that's why I mean he's one of the guys that I would with these three first round picks. I would love to see the Eagles come home with him. Well, I'm with you guys. I blessed enough to have grown up Ray when you and I were watching guys like Ray Nitschke and Butkus and Lawrence Taylor and Jack Ham. I mean, you know, let's bring back a All Pro linebacker for yeah. That'd well, be nice. I, I will say this. The chances of the Eagles trading up to draft a linebacker in the first round are equivalent to the chances of me flying a paper airplane to Saturn. Uh, Ray, the last time they drafted a linebacker in the first round was? Jerry Robinson. 1978? 79. Oh, excuse me. Don't don't want to take anything away. No. So that's 43 years since they drafted a linebacker in the first round. Trade up? I do not expect it. No, I don't expect it either, um, but I think there's a chance. As I said, there's a, a little bit of a split opinion on Dean. Uh, I like him an awful lot, uh, but most people seem to think that he's not going to be a top 10 guy, that he very well may be there at 15, and if he's there at 15, then for me it's it's an easy call. I mean, I would take him in a second. Well, next time you get in an elevator with Joe Banner, uh, make that elevator pitch. I will try. Banner. Why, Joe Banner, wow, where did I go on that? Because Joe never drafted a linebacker. Excuse me. Next time you get in an elevator with Harry Roseman, try making that pitch. No, well, Howie hasn't drafted one either. That's exactly right. Yeah. So there you go. 215-592-9494. We're going to tee up the other game going on tonight. It's going to be an afternoon of great football. And take your calls. 215-592-9494. Ray and Glenn on 94 WIP. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.